We don't have an intro to this podcast. Maybe we'll have one later. And we're back. Hello. This is the Film Crew Podcast. My name's Quan. And I'm Gasper. And it is currently, uh, what day is it? February 27th, 2022. <laughs> Got. Yeah. That's how we start the intros. I completely forgot. Alright. <laughs> Damn, I'm so bad at this. Okay. So what are we going to talk about today? I think you watched the movie, right? Yeah, so I watched a movie called The French Dispatch, directed by Wes Anderson. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, here's the thing. If you're not familiar with um, Wes Anderson and his films... You're not going to like this movie because it was me being a big fan of his films. It was very, it was a very hard watch for me. It was very weird. Um, it's broken up into, so it's more like a magazine. Yeah. It's like a magazine. Yeah. So they're broken down by parts of the magazine, like written by different uh, authors at the, um and yeah it's just weird <laughs> it was it, it was a good movie each story had its own style um you had like a lot of returning uh actors from right. like his other movies like Owen Wilson and and uh Bill Murray right so it it was good um like i said you have to be you got to be a fan of his his style of filming um to even be i think even somewhat interested in this film well what are uh, some of wes anderson's other works cuz uh so i think the one before this one is Isle of Dogs okay and before that is the Grand Budapest Hotel okay and Fantastic Mr Fox Right. Those are probably his more recent films, I think. Um, oh, didn't he also do uh, Moonrise Kingdom? He, yeah, who who did uh, oh, I can't remember. It was on Netflix. The Ballad of I don't remember the name. The Ballad of Buck Bucky Brown. The Ballad of Oh, um. Buster Scruggs? Yes. That's a, I believe that's the Coen Brothers film. Which right. They also did um, like Fargo and yeah, and uh, the remake of True Grit. It, um, it's, it, is, is it similar to that style of... Yeah. Right. Yeah, okay. definitely. I, I feel like Coen Brothers kind of drew inspiration from Wes Anderson for, for that Buster Scruggs movie. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's just a. Uh, it's very different. It's a very different style of film. Uh, for instance, I, I think one of the the best um scenes of that of that movie, it's um with Benicio de Toro. Uh, he's an inmate, and they show right. him where when he get gets to um when he's in jail as like. A younger guy 
a younger right. man. And he comes in to the scene, um, touches him, his younger self on the shoulder, and they kind of just trade spots, and it, it represents uh, 10 years later. Oh. So instead of, middle. you know, instead of, like, instead of, like, cutting the film and, like, trying to make it seem like there was a time jump, they yeah. kind of symbolized it, in a way. Right. Like a very, very, uh... It's uh, very artistic. Like, yeah, there you go. Like, yeah, exactly. Experimental. So it, it it was a cool film, but um, I'm just warning everyone that it 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 is um, it's kind of a hard watch right. if you're not into the style of like art, like you're saying. Yeah. How many? So it's kind of like a bunch of short stories from what I'm gathering of. I like it's four or five uh, short stories. I think it's one very short story, kind of like okay. an intro, and then there's three stories that are they're pretty long. It, it's a an hour and forty seven minute film, right? So just I mean, split it amongst three okay. parts plus an intro, so. They're they're pretty lengthy, but yeah, it, it none none of them like correspond to each other, and none of them right. like none of them um it's you not know related. Yeah, the the only relation is that they all work at the magazine company, and they're all authors. So okay. Other than that, yeah, yeah it, it's three separate stories, and yeah, it it's cool. Okay. I enjoyed it. Is are they uh are they did you watch it at home, or? Yeah, yeah, at home on uh, I think it just got released on HBO Max okay. this this Friday or last Friday. So, yeah. Damn. Well, I didn't watch it. So, so what I'm gathering, it sounds like. So are are we saying, it's in the, I guess if we're thinking of magazines, we're thinking of authors of like panels or whatever they call they call it is it the yeah is perspective is it the perspective of the authors or is it like yes yes okay it is each story is to, is actually narrated by by the author okay well shit yeah um i would rate that movie eight out of ten honestly it lost me a, a bit a few times. That's the only reason why I, I say it's a hard watch. Right. Um, it's just a really artsy movie. I think that's what, what it is. So, I mean, I'm not used to films like that. Like I said, even even being a fan of Wes Anderson, it, 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 was, uh, it was different. So, I think it was just more artistic than, right. than usual. I mean, as long as people enjoy the movie, was it on IMDb? It's a pretty good score. Yeah, it's a seven point three. Damn. Okay. Oh, so, that's pretty good, especially in recent standards of fives and six. <laughs> At this point, yeah. sevens are good. Especially the type of film it is. Um, I'm surprised it has a a high rating. 
I, I think this is like very strong film critics right. that that would rate this type this movie, and um, I think that's why it has a high rating just because it's it's film critics, right? Um, rating this this movie. I think you have to sit down and actually pay attention to the film. Yeah, be very to, critical. I, I I think I think that would be um, that would be the fair um rating. I, right. I think if you're, you know, you're into like all the action movies and or like big explosions and whatnot, and you don't really understand what this movie is about, I, I think it will be a low rating. Right. But but if you understand that it's just three stories and they're very artistic, then yeah, yeah, I, I yeah, you'll 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 give it a a strong. A very high um, review. Well, damn. I guess that's... That's that for that. <laughs> that's completely on the other side of what we talked about last week of what we watch of Jackass. Because Jackass yeah. <laughs> is not artistic at all. Yeah, in a way, it is. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. In, in some form of sense, I guess, I guess the art of slapstick and Macking dicks is artistic on its own. That's it. Um, speaking of, I guess recent movies, it it hasn't come out yet, but uh, word on the street is it's been going on for a little while, so it's not really word on the streets of recently. Uh the Batman, the Batman trailer. Because it's getting Batman, yeah. yeah, it's getting released um, this Friday. Directed by Matt Reeves, I believe. Yeah. If... And uh, what has he done? <laughs> the uh, the gauntlet, I guess, is going to Edward Cullen, which is <laughs> very appropriate because Edward Cullen is a vampire, and they're Batmen or Batwomen or Bat people. And he's going over, uh, giving up his vampire ways to become the Batman. Uh, alongside, he's, uh, I guess he's getting teamed up with that one lady from Crimes of Grindelwald, the Auror. I don't remember the Auror's oh. name. But I guess but the she actress came back... is, uh, Zoe Kravitz. <laughs> yeah, but she came back from the dead. Uh, to team up with the Batman as Catwoman. So you have a a vampire and a a witch. Yeah. So far. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, I don't. I I don't know who they're fighting against because you you see, the Joker gang. Uh, Penguin was in the trailer for a little bit, but it felt like most of. I guess the attention went towards the Riddler. So I feel like he's going to be the, yeah. the big bad guy for this movie. Yeah. And it looks like they, they got uh, they got inspired by the Zodiac Killer. Yeah. So it, this is a... It looks like a way darker film than... Uh, I think West anything we, we've had... Um, for live action, when it comes to Batman, I, I don't think it it's gone in this dark. So 
relatively. Yeah, it's very. It'll be very intriguing to see a Riddler being inspired by the Zodiac Killer, not showing his face, and because in comic books, I mean, I don't want to go too far into it, but the Riddler is very charismatic, right? When it yeah. comes to 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 his style of crime, he likes showing kind of showing off his crime but at right. the same time you know making batman figure it out at the same time and this one i mean we've seen a couple i guess like Please. letters yeah. going to the batman and you know things like that but we still haven't really seen a face of the riddler yeah. and we haven't really seen what his reasoning is and and stuff like that so which i think it's, it's it's very appropriate in terms of reality. Honestly, yeah. I, I don't get why the Joker would just go around causing <laughs> havoc and showing... Well, I get it, but, like, also why. The Riddler is very more grounded in reality of, I guess, I want to torture you with riddles, but I'm not going to show my face because I'm the Riddler. You shouldn't know who I am. <laughs> what? Yeah. Nonsense. Um, really quick, uh, before we, we continue, uh, I just want to say that I looked up Matt Reeves, like previous work yeah, and he did, um, he directed Dawn of the Planet of the Apes and also okay. War for the Planet of the Apes, which I think are both fantastic films and yeah, continue on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's done other movies, but yeah. um, those those two I think really stand out compared to like everything else that he has on on uh, his uh, resume. Yeah, I mean, he he did Cloverfield, which I I to this date I still haven't seen. Yeah, I, I heard that was okay, but yeah, it was like uh, when found footage was was popping yeah. off in Hollywood. So yeah. Big Still gotta check that out, but anyways. <laughs> um, Batman yeah, coming so, out uh, this Friday, again. I don't know if yeah, it's coming so out pre- in HBO or... Pre- pretty or excited uh, for that movie. Um, Just based off of the trailer, it looks like uh, Robert Pattinson is gonna do a pretty good job. Yeah. Seems like he's it looks like it's like either year one or year two of Batman, where he's still struggling with the death of his parents, but right. trying to fight crime as a guy dressed as a bat. So, well, he already dressed up as a bat, kind of as Edward Cullen. So, <laughs> or you, or you could say he was. Uh, oh, you know what? You know what? He, uh, he, he was also Cedric Diggory, so maybe he, he got, uh, I don't know, inspiration because. So are we did, just talking did, about the multiverse now? Yeah. Did Each, Voldemort every movie well? in, in Hollywood is somehow yeah. connected by the multiverse? Exactly. <laughs> uh, Cedric Diggory, well, he died. Spoiler alert. So maybe he got Oops. inspiration. Oh, yeah. Whatever is. It's an old movie. <laughs> and a book. An old yeah. book, too. <laughs> yeah. That's the Batman. Yeah, coming out this Friday, March 5th? 4th. 4th. 5th? March 4th. One of those days. Yeah. Friday, this Friday. <laughs> yeah. So, go out and watch that one. I know I am. Yeah. 
But uh, in other news, let's move away from film slash movies and let's get into gaming. Oh, yeah. Uh, Talk to me about You told me about this. this So two games that we want to talk about today. Yeah. Uh, One is an announcement um, by Game Freak and Nintendo, uh, a new Pokemon being released later this year. Violet and... What's the other one? Scarlet, I believe. Scarlet. They're running out of color ranges. <laughs> I'm surprised that they, they chose those two colors because, I mean, normally it's like blue and red, right? Or yeah. kind of like the colors that they try and use. Well, they they already did blue or red, yellow. Uh, but then they, they also did like, green. um, what was it? Um... Sapphire and uh, uh Ruby what, and what Sapphire. There you go, Ruby, yeah. So with Emerald, uh they did black white, black white two, diamond platinum, I think they did diamond platinum two, then they did brilliant diamond and bugging shining platinum. Uh then they went off the uh colors and the <laughs> stones and went to X and Y and the Sword and Shield. Sword and Shield and X and Y kinda of made sense because Well I guess the other ones made sense because of the color of the legendary Pokemon's X and Y. I think the legendaries look like an X and a Y. Uh yeah. Sword and Shield, they had a they carried around the sword and a shield. And now they're coming with Violet that, and Scarlet. That's uh, that's actually the last uh, Pokemon game that I played. Sword and Shield. Uh, Sword Sword and Shield. Um, what did I have? Sword, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. I mean, it was your your typical um, you know, get a starter Pokemon, move out of yeah. your mom's house and catch Pokemon and level up and whatnot. Um, just really interesting. They uh. I guess it made sense because the brilliant shining diamond platinum thing yeah. was a remake. But mm-hmm. aren't they coming out? Is this Scarlet Violet Bob coming out this year? Late 2022, I believe. Yeah, so I think I, I want to say the the remakes were lit, late last year. Yeah. And then they they just released uh, Arceus or Arceus. Yeah. And now they're releasing the, the newest one this year, later this year. So, yeah. which is a. Uh... Uh, let's see what happens. Let's see if. Uh, let's see if uh, we get um, two Pokemon games a year now. Yeah. Kind of like the formula of the original and. The second half of the year and a game like uh Arceus uh in the early part of the year. Yeah. Uh it I I, I read up on it. It is exactly like the original formula. They all yeah, came out but, they released three new starters. Which I, I'm really excited for because <laughs> oh <laughs> Do we have different opinions on that? <laughs> I, I, I don't remember their names. I I remember <laughs> Green Cat, uh Fire Croc, and Duckling. Yeah. Just Duckling. Which I remember it's its name because it made the most sense. I think it was like Quaxity or something like that. 
It's just a duck. Um, do you have a favorite starter? I mean, not a favorite starter, but a favorite starter. Uh... Type. 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 Yeah. Uh, it varies based on oh, okay. how I play. Uh, I I have first gen would be Venusaur just because it's like a specialist. Okay. I, I I usually tend to go for Cyndaquil on the second gen, but that's mo mostly because it has the same exact stats as Charizard. Uh, third gen, I I usually go for Marsh Taunt because it only has one weakness, of Grass. It kind okay. of varies. But just based off of the look on these three. Ooh. <laughs> the the green cat looks the less goofy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm I'm I always uh like choosing water type yeah. as my starter. But the the fire looks pretty cool this time around. I, I thought so. Yeah, whatever that thing is. It reminds me of like, you know, um the other one, Total Dial. Oh, I thought it was. I thought it was right. like kind of lazy that they just you know moved them to a fire type. But yeah. hey, whatever. I, yeah. I'm excited. I'm actually more excited for this game than I was for uh, Arceus. Oh yeah, I don't think. Well, I, I was I, pretty. I, it, was, it was well received, right? Yeah, Arceus. I was pretty close to buying it, but then I thought about it. I'm like, am I really gonna have? Enough time to build Pokeballs when I'm over here ha struggling with Animal Crossing. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not going to have two games where I have to be building stuff the whole entire game just right. to progress, but whatever. Um, yeah. Uh, I think it had, like, a release date of, like, October or September, but yeah, no, no actual up. day. So... Save your money, kids. <laughs> yeah. Only on Nintendo Switch, of course. Oh, yeah. Oh, well. Well, I do have a Nintendo Switch. It's collecting dust right now. I haven't touched it in a while. <laughs> yeah, mine's uh, kind of collecting dust, but I play it every, every so often. We'll see. Well, it's going to be a good game, I feel like. if If they keep the formula... The formula, it's never... I think this time, the formula kind of changed a little bit because it's a little bit more open world. Kind of like yeah. how Sword and Shield, they had the uh, open world environment. Exactly, yeah. I feel like they're going to do it for the whole spectrum. Uh, mm -hmm. Within reason, obviously. You can't just go to the Hoenn whenever you want. But in the uh, yeah. area. So. Yeah. Me... Yeah, we'll let you guys know uh, our review on that later on. <laughs> and watch out, uh, I'm probably going to Nuzlocke it. Probably won't, but Nuzlocke's are always fun. If you don't know what a Nuzlocke is, I have a whole series of every Pokemon game and ROM hack. Not all of it, but a good portion of it on my channel at Quantum Gaming! Yeah. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about uh let let the listeners 
understand a little bit on on those terms that you just used. Oh uh, yeah, so nuzlocking is a it's it's basically a a new way of playing. It's a it's kind of a challenge where there are a bunch of rules, but the two core rules is obvi- obviously you're playing the game, and the two core rules are if a Pokemon faints, it's considered dead. Uh, and the first encounter in every route is your encounter. Basically, if you go to Route 101, you see a zigzag and you can't be like, oh, I don't want it, I want to catch something else. That has to be your catch. Okay. And- uh, really quick. <laughs> when you say dead... Do you mean that you can't go to the Poke Center or whatever and revive them? No. Boxer just, release it. It's dead. Not alive just anymore. Dead. <laughs> Unalive. It is killed. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, Rest in peace. Right. It's a fun challenge, Have you, I think. Um, have you ever had a Pokemon that was at a high level and it you like it died yes so <laughs> was it uh, very mis- uh, was it a miserable time for you <laughs> it, it's super miserable uh recently i did some a rom hack called the trash lock which was a rom hack created by a youtuber or actually he's a twitch streamer pokemon challenges and basically the the premise is you're doing a pokemon emerald run but you use shit Pokemon. Like Pokemon you would never use. Pokemon that suck. And I got to the Elite Four right. and I got swept. So <laughs> I was like, you know what? No, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm, I'm going to do something more fun. What, what were some of the Pokemon that you had to use? I had, oh god. It was a couple weeks ago. I, 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 I had a Lanoon, that's for sure. Uh, I believe I also brought with me a Tropius, which is, is a decent Pokemon. I think I had a Grumpig because it's like a special attack tank. Um, God, I don't remember. The The two biggest ones I remember was uh, Tropius and Lanoon because Lanoon is, it, it, ha- it has decent attack. And super mm-hmm. fast. Tropius would be good for the champion Wallace because he has water type Pokemon, except for a couple of Pokemon that knows ice type type moves. But my theory was I'll get to it when I get to it. <laughs> uh but Tropius has decent special attack enough a, a decent enough special attack that my well my plan was to do Sunny Day uh growth and solar beams growth to get the special attack up so sunny day to because solar beam is a two move attack solar uh sunny day would make a one hit attack move attack and that was kind of my plan it all backfired though when lanoon died so that's what round did you, or what, uh, yeah, what, what level did you get in the Elite Four? I got to Glacial, which is the third Elite Four member. Okay. That I died. With using Pokemon that, like, 
you had to use, like you were forced to use. So that's not bad. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Trying to make you feel better. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I, I think I spent a month on that. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> and five attempts. I had to redo the attempt five times. At that point, I was like, nah, I'm good. I'll, I'll, I'll save it for later. <laughs> oh, man, that's great. Um, yeah. So, another game got released recently, actually. Yes. And <laughs> I was very confused when I found out that it was not a Lord of the Rings game. Oh, yeah, I know uh, what you're talking about. I, I, <laughs> I kind of got the, the ring part, right? Yeah, so it's called Elden Ring. Um, and it's not... It has nothing to do with Lord of the Rings or Middle-earth or anything. Um, it, the story is, uh, is part written by George R.R. R. Martin. Oh, really? And that was very, yeah, I, I, I read about it and I'm like, oh crap. That's very surprising when you're, that he can, you know, write and finish a, a video game, but he can't finish any books. Well, I mean, <laughs> at least D&D didn't write it. That was my next joke. Yeah. <laughs> we made that joke um, so many times, though. It's old. Uh, well, still pe people are loving the, this uh, this game. Um, it's a, it's a third person game where you customize your character and go out in the world and fight giant bosses, like That's, Dark Souls. Exactly, yeah. Um, other than that, I don't really know anything about the game. I just know that it's getting it's getting a lot of uh, uh, positive reviews. Yeah. Um, I was gonna buy it today, but then I saw the trailer and then I they, they found out it was in Lord of the Rings. <laughs> oh, it's kind of like Dark Souls. It's like, oh man, Dark Souls fucking is good, but it's hard as fuck. Um, yeah. It, Ouch! I hit my knee on my table because I was going to talk about you're you're saying it was positive reviews. I've I've seen a lot of negative reviews, primarily from PC reviewer or PC gamers. Uh, I've seen people talk about this uh game like some ordinary gamers, Yang Ye, who frequently talk talks about games. Um. I guess Elden Ring sucks for PC gamers because the performance, the game performance is so terrible that they can't play it. Like, they're getting frame rates as high as 30 frames. So, Ooh. not low, high. <laughs> so that's not, that's never yeah. good. Um. <laughs> um. I think pretty recent too. Didn't um, Cyberpunk also do very bad? Yeah. When it came to PC release. Yeah, and you know what? Here's no, it, it wasn't the PC release. I think it was more for the the next gen consoles and this gen consoles. Um, it it, it it's it, it's baffling that a uh, game game companies can release a broken game and say they'll fix it 
down the line. Yeah. (laughs) Which is weird because back in the day, you know, you get the full game on release and then maybe sometimes there's like a little bit of bugs here and there that they fix with patches. Yeah. But I've noticed these days companies would sell a broken game and say, hey, we're going to fix fix it. Uh, a good example is Fallout 76. And let me tell you why it's bad. That's bad because people were excited for Fallout 76. And they would and they pre-ordered it. They got shit products. Um, but people who didn't pre-order it would get the game full price at $60. And it sucks because it, one, the, the game sucks. Let's let's be real here. And they're like, hey, we're gonna fix the game with patches. Uh and four months later. I guess when I was looking at the game, it was down to like five dollars. So the reason why it sucks is because people would buy the game at sixty dollars. I could just wait for four months for the price to drop and then buy the game for like twenty dollars and still play the same game that people who bought it at launch are expecting. If that makes any yeah. sense. Yeah. I kind of lost myself. No, I get you. It's kind of like, uh, when it comes to, like, DLC. Yeah. Where, um, there's a game. I'm not, I'm not gonna try and name a game, because I'm not that type of person, but yeah. there's a game... They have some DLC. Uh, they released, let's say, uh, two DLCs, and they're twenty five dollars each. Skyrim. So you got the base game at sixty plus fifty dollars for the DLC. Skyrim. Later, later that year, that you get I don't know. Game of the Year edition or something for the same price as the ba- <laughs> as the base game, and you don't have to pay extra for the DLC because it's already included. So yeah, you don't get to play the game early, but then you don't have to spend a hundred and ten dollars on a sixty dollar game. Rock Punch. What other? No, all I can think of is Skyrim and Fallout Four. Am I? Am I? There was. There was. Uh. There was. Uh. Okay. I'll. I'll name one. There was Mortal Kombat. Oh. Uh, okay. What X? So Mortal Kombat X. Yeah. Released. I think a total of eight characters with, um, four characters in, each pack, and it was two packs, I believe, and yeah. each one was about fifteen dollars, twenty dollars, and at the end of the year, it was like they came out with the Mortal Kombat XL edition, yeah. which is like. The same thing that you're paying for, but it's um at a lower cost. I mean, if you're if you're into the game, then yeah. it is what it is. Like you wanted day one, you want all the DLC. Go ahead and do it. But if you're not gonna play the game as often, and you're not 
that big of a gamer. I say just wait till the, you know, the actual, uh, not the actual, but the when the full game's actually released. the complete edition is released later that same year, and just uh, buy it then for the same price. Yeah. You don't even have to worry about getting DLC separate. Kind of like Skyrim. I don't know why I mentioned it so much. But I didn't wait for the DLC to come out all them years ago. I just got the uh, Ultimate Edition for $60 and I got everything. So that's what I do. Our gaming companies fucking suck. I. <laughs> With that being said, <laughs> I guess uh, I think that's it for this episode. Yes. So that is all. tune yeah. in next time and you'll hear other reviews and you'll hear me rant about not... gaming companies. <laughs> yeah. But anyways. Oh, okay. uh, yeah, I should do my the, the, the outro thing, uh, you know my channel, Quantas Gaming, Gaspar also has his own channel, at, uh, oh god, fuck, I don't, I remember how it is, Gaspar underscore the underscore creature, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter, uh, not so much on Twitter, we'll never post there, at Crew Film on Instagram, though, you can find us on any podcast channel, and that, that's it, uh, other than that, my name's Quan, and I'm Gaspar. Make sure to like if you like, subscribe if you're not. My name's... Oh, God damn it. I fucked up a conclusion. We'll see you all next time. We also don't have an outro either. We'll probably have one soon. <laughs>